0: Greetings in Christ Jesus. Welcome to Carmelite Conversations. This is your hostess, Frances Harry. Thank you for joining us today. Our dear secular Discast Carmelite, Deacon Baldwin, highlights a Bible truth about contemplatives and contemplation. And that truth is, less is more. Yes, less is more. Well, what does this mean? How does that impact my prayer life? And what is my response? How can I progress in this language of silence? There's much food for thought here to help each of us grow in our union with God, which is our goal. So I present to you now, Deacon Baldwin on silence, the language of God, less is more.
1: In academic circles, there are many well-known jokes about people with PhDs. Their humor lies in the fact that so very often what they're poking fun at is quite close to the truth. One of my favorites is a PhD is someone who knows more and more about less and less until they know everything there is to know about nothing. Now, I don't often start Holy Hour homilies with a joke. I think this is the first time I've ever done so, and probably the last, too. But I did it today because I noticed a curious similarity between PhDs, as depicted in the joke, and contemplatives. In fact, with only a very slight change in wording, a vital truth about contemplatives and contemplation becomes readily evident. And however close to the truth our definition of a Ph.D. is, I maintain that the definition of a contemplative, which I'm about to tell you, reveals what should be true, and I'll go far as to say what must be true for contemplatives. See if you don't agree. A contemplative is someone who prays more and more but says less and less until all they have to say when they pray is nothing. A contemplative is someone who prays more and more, but says less and less until all they have to say when they pray is nothing. Now this is attested to by St. John of the Cross, St. Teresa of Avila, our Holy Father and Holy Mother, and all the Carmelite saints as well. The deeper we enter into prayer, the less we say. And while this is undoubtedly true, this outward silence is also but an exterior manifestation of an interior transformation taking place within our souls by the grace of God. Our soul, we know not how, is growing ever more proficient in speaking the very language of God, the language of silence. So does this mean that vocal prayers, Lectio Divina, other forms of meditation all fall by the wayside eventually? Is that it? No. For one thing, the divine office which we're obligated to pray every day is vocal prayer, especially when we pray it in community. For another, many of the beautiful devotions we practice, like The Holy Face devotion, meditating on the life of our Lord, our Lady, or the Saints, and prayers like the Rosary, the Stations of the Cross, and Novenas are are forms of vocal prayer, Lectio Divina, or meditation. Contemplation does not mean these go by the wayside. No, vocal prayer, Lectio Divina, meditation are the seeds of contemplation contemplation are these forms of prayer come to fruition remember the parable Jesus told the kingdom of God is like a man scattering seed on the ground the man sleeps and rises night and day and the seeds sprout and grow he knows not how when the grain is ripe he wields the sickle and at once for the harvest has come Just so, by the grace of God, we enter into contemplation, we know not how. Now, does a farmer plant seed only once? Once the harvest is in, does he ever sow seed again? Of course he does. But with experience, the farmer learns how, where, and in what quantity to sow the seed and so yield the richest harvest the soil we can think of as our lives, tilled, prepared, and fertilized by our sorrows, joys, hopes, and fears, by our practicing of the virtues, so that, by the grace of God, the yield is 30, 60, or 100-fold. See, contemplation involves a gradual turning away from ourselves, and culminates in a complete and total turning to God, with nothing held back. Now imagine facing God, beholding his glory and beatitude in our original nakedness, as Pope Saint John Paul II would say in his Theology of the Body. What would you say to him? I dare say you would utter nary a word, but you would be in deep communion with God, United to him and enveloped in his loving embrace. Speaking to him, yes, but in the divine language of love, which is silence, the language of the most holy trinity. I'd like to recommend a book that describes how we can turn away from ourselves and turn to God, thereby learning the language of God, the language of love, thereby learning to speak as he does in silence. It's called The Twelve Degrees of Silence, written by a French discalced Carmelite nun, Marie-Amy de Géjoux. It's a very short work, but one well worth getting and reading. The first of the Twelve Degrees of Silence begin with the exterior, with our senses and our bodies, if you will. These degrees include silence in words and silence in actions. The degrees that follow move us ever closer to the center of our soul through the silencing of the heart and of the will. The final degree is silence with God, whereby we no longer even speak to God. Or, more accurately, since we've learned to speak God's language of silence, we can now participate in the communion of love shared by the persons of the Most Holy Trinity, finally united to him fully, with him, in him, and through him, which is where we and he longed for us to be.